Hi, it's Mike Crawford. Welcome to the Young Jerks Podcast. Tonight we're in Salem, Massachusetts, speaking to our friend, Jimmy Miggs, who's in recovery from opiates and alcohol. Uh, He's a homeless person in Salem, Massachusetts. He just got his driver's license back. He's taken all the right steps to get back on his feet. He's someone that we consult with often uh, about issues related to addiction and homelessness. He's a great guy. Uh, We've got a lot of listens on our last podcast with him. And he recently reached out to us about a story that was in the Boston Herald uh, related to a Boston City Councilor, uh, Boston City Council candidate, uh, Domingos uh, De Rosa, who doesn't seem to be a big fan of safe injection sites coming to the city of Boston or, uh, in this story, the city of Somerville specifically. He has a lot of reservations about it. And Jimmy uh, wanted to speak on that. So here we are. We're speaking to Jimmy, and I'm going to hand it off to Jimmy and ask him, uh, what do you want to say about this, Jimmy? Where do you want to start? I just want to speak about the issue of safe injection site um, sites. Um, like, uh, I, 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 what I'm aware about is uh, Stoneham, I mean, um, what is it, um, Somerville, um, is going to be um, having some safe injection sites open. And uh, this gentleman Dominguez uh, de Rosas in opposition to it as I guess uh, another article said he was in opposition to um, or he was for the, the the people's opposition to safe injection sites in New Bedford um, and um, and I wanted to speak specifically about the fact that um, safe injection sites are are absolutely necessary um, where we're sitting right now um, is uh, Sunshine Park is what they call it. Um, I don't know if that's the official name. I just know that it's next to Speedway uh, in Salem on Derby Street. Um, Derby Street um, Speedway is where there was an OD uh, yesterday in the bathroom. A woman who was uh, on duty at the time, Ange, um, really, really nice lady, uh, had to see that. Um, and I'm, I'm, I can say that she was really shaken up and, and, you know, she shouldn't have to see that. A safe injection site would eliminate almost all of that happening. You know, like these people just want to go do their job at the freaking gas station. They don't want to go and have to deal with somebody ODing in the bathroom. And they don't want to have to tell people you can't use the bathroom. You know, it's like, um, you know, that's just one small, you know, issue um, that I have to, you know, that I have to say about safe injection sites. As far as it goes... Um, having been, um, an addict, um, you know, I'm coming up on two years clean, uh, on the ninth of next month, um, opiate free, no synthetics, nothing, no suboxone, no methadone. And I'm not saying that methadone or suboxone is bad. Um, I had a discussion with somebody earlier who's a working person who goes to work every day and they have to go to the methadone mile as, um, Mr. DeRosa refers to them and other people refer to them as methadone miles. Um, you know, I think that that whole system has to be changed to the point where, you know, it's more of a friendly approach to p- how people receive their dose because these people are, what you don't see is the people that are going to get their dose and then they're going to work and they're supporting their kids and they're p- productive members of society all because they're able to get this dose. Now, they shouldn't have to have a stigma to them. There shouldn't have to be, uh, you know, this shady, you know, back alley type of atmosphere 
when somebody's just going to get their medicine. Now, you know, like for me, I know that I couldn't do methadone. I, I, I knew that I couldn't do Suboxone because for me, I just knew that I, I wasn't going to be able to do it. I had to do it differently. I, I'm on Vivitrol, which is a shot uh, every every month. Now, they do have in pill form. But the, the, the point that I'm trying to make is, you know, methadone, Suboxone, that stuff, you know, it, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just I had to do it my way. Um, the, the whole thing is, is safe injection sites will eliminate the problem that Mr. DeRosa was bringing up in, in the first article in the Boston Herald where uh, he was, you know, picking up needles along Molina Cass. Of course he's going to be picking up Molina, uh, needles along Molina Cass because that's a known area. I mean, it's everybody who, who knows anything about dope is knows that area over by BMC, Woods Mullen Shelter, you know, South Bay, which is a... Uh, um, I think a sheriff's department um, and it's all happening right there in front of their faces. Uh, there's a, a food pantry that supplies most of the region um, that's over there, I believe, too. Um, like and that's like just a known area. So, of course, there's going to be needles. But if you if you open up safe injection sites, of course, you're going to you're going to you're going to eliminate most of that. Um, it's it's going to be a non issue i mean in most places i mean not everybody is going to leave needles all over the place i mean uh you know like of course it's still going to happen but the, the the i know the rate would go down if there was places where there was receptacles you know um and the idea of a safe injection site for me there's got to be i mean there's got to be sensible a sensible approach to a safe injection site. So not just medical staff there that knows how to handle overdoses, but they should have, you know, like, like, you know, like the old rave scenes where you could get MDMA tested, you know, or whatever drug you had, you could test to see if it, you know, was like Ruhypnol, you know, um, roofies, everybody knows, you know, or something like that. If somebody was giving you bad drugs, whatever, um, you know, like they should, they should be able to test it so they know what they're going to put in their system. Maybe they'll think twice about what they're going to put in their system. They might think maybe I don't want to stick fentanyl and 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 heroin and ajax in my veins you know because that's not like something that's so healthy for me you know they might think that if they knew what they were getting you know what i mean now yeah that would take up a lot of time and it would take a lot of manpower and you know what that would be jobs i'm i'm i mean upside you know that that would be jobs for people who knew what they were doing but you know like i said sensible they they would need to have like an area you know, where their safe injection site is, where they could have basically, I mean, for lack of better terms, corral, because they got to be able to chill because you can't just send high people out on the street. I mean, come on, people are going to get high and then just walk off. I mean, I mean, it's just, you know what I mean? It, it just, it shouldn't happen like that. You know? Question. Yep. Uh, let me ask this because uh, Domingo also said uh, he feels like if Somerville opens a safe injection site or let's say Boston that all the dealers will congregate in that area knowing that there's a lot of addicts in that area and they'll just have more dealers and more traffic more drugs more you know he's worried the problem will get worse with safe injection sites bringing it to uh, Mel Cass or Somerville for instance what's your response to that? See here's the thing if if you're employing people, like I said, sensibly at a safe injection site, there's going to be some kind of security, private or otherwise. 
it's it, it they've got to have it i mean dealing in this kind of situation there's got to be some kind of security because who you know who's to say somebody wouldn't want to just you know you know cause trouble like like you're talking about like mr derosa might be talking about you know but they you know the, the the fact of the matter is if you have an area where everybody is in the same spot and there's security and you know I mean, obviously, you know, that security would, would, would take care of that issue. I mean, it's not, it's not something that would be hard to deal with. I mean, it's not going to create more of a, 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 of a drug trade because it's not like these people are going to be, you know, using any more or less just because they're there. The fact of the matter is, like I said, sensible, there should be people there that can counsel them. Um, you know, and, and, and they should, they should be maybe talking to them well there, you know I mean? Cause I mean, to be honest, w- women, um, you know, and this is an issue that is, I, I'm, you know, abortion is, is an issue that I, you know, I really, I can't have too much of an opinion on, uh, you know, because I'm not a woman, but women have to go through hoops. Like, you know, they have to be counseled. They have to have all this information given to them and, 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 you know, and I think, you know, you know, I mean, if it's done correctly and, and, and respectfully, then, then, you know, then it's, then it's right. Um, and, and so it should be the same way for these people who are, you know, coming in to, to, to inject drugs in a facility that's sanctioned to do that. They, they should have to have some kind of, you know, like, hey, you know, this is what you're going to be putting in you. And, and this is the effects that could happen. And you, you realize, you know, this, that, the other thing. There's that, and there's also, like, the compassionate part. Like, and I think this is where people like myself and other people like my, myself, you know, can, can come into play. Um, you know, and that's, and that's um, you know, to be, to be people that can talk to, you know, to, you know, talk to these people. You know, having been through, you know, the ringer and had recovery um, for some time and know... I know for a fact I don't ever want to have that slavery, and I I know that any opiate addict listening to the podcast would would agree that that it's a slavery because you 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 have to chase it, you know, and and it's like no other, you know, you know, I, I mean the only thing comparable is like benzos and alcohol, and that's as you know what I've been through, horrible. So yeah, that's my answer. Uh, thank you so much, Jimmy. And thank you. Again. <laughs> Every day, Their Life's here to help you live a higher quality of life. The massive product selection at their Wareham dispensary features superior quality flour, vapes, edibles, and more, all derived from locally sourced growers. Experience unparalleled customer service from experts whose knowledge will help you become smarter about your options. Located 10 minutes from the Bourne Bridge, make Verilife Wareham your last stop on the way to the Cape. Reserve an order through Leafly and you'll be on your way in no time. Open 7 days a week from 9am to 9pm. The good vibes start at Verilife.